Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock. It's 533. And Ozzy with Baxter Nagel on Rock 102. It is uh, going to be a wet one today. There are some schools that are delayed, by the way. At least the one my kids go to. Is that based upon uh, state standards? Yeah, I believe you you have to have a two-hour delay at the first sign of any kind of ice or snow. I would have thought a little low... MCAS scores would have provided that. Uh, but, you know, we're not going to go through closings or anything because uh, I got a text message from my kid's school and then a phone call at 5.15. Good timing. Yeah. So it's going to be crappy and rainy today. High of 48. Tomorrow, sun comes back out with a high of 44. Looking at 35 right now in downtown Springfield. Remember David Faustino? Who? The kid that played Bud Bundy on Married with Children? Uh... Married with children, wasn't that um, wasn't that that show where the uh, the kid had a big giant toy train in his house and he was driving it around? All no, the time? no, 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 no. That's that's Silver Spoons. All right, what about uh, what was the, the girl that had the the two fathers and Paul Reiser was one of them? And um, no, 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 no. You're thinking of my two dads. All right, was it the uh, was it the uh, other one where the uh, the, the rich white guy adopts uh, two black boys from Harlem uh, because he owed it to their mother and put them in a penthouse. No, 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 no. That's different strokes. All right. Was it the lady from different strokes who went to that boarding school and uh, taught a bunch of girls all kinds of crazy stuff like Blair and Joe? And no, 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 no. That's that's the uh, the facts of life. Well, you got me. I don't know who this guy is. This is about a, a family of dysfunctional idiots that uh, the father was a shoe salesman. He had a daughter who was uh, rather fetching and a pain-in-the-ass couple of neighbors. Sounds like uh, we ran out of music. Yeah, we actually, we... it took two minutes for us to uh, to go through all that. Well, maybe we should think about brevity. <laughs> Why start now? Right? Yes, David Faustino will be joining us. He's coming to uh, Springfield on Saturday. We'll give you all the details and tickets to that. Married with children. Now I remember the show. I knew you for I knew you yeah, remember it. Yeah. yeah oh yeah. no, it was a big hit for eleven oh. seasons. Well that was a long roundabout way to get there. Sure was. It's five thirty-five, but back some Nagel and Rock 102. Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock. It's 551 and Aerosmith with Bax and Nagel and Rock 102. Rainy, crappy today. Uh, there are some uh, school delays throughout the area up in the higher elevations and all that stuff, so be on the lookout for those. And uh, just going to rain today. High of 48. It's 36 right now in downtown Springfield. Hollywood Trash is brought to you by Aqua Pump, an expert on all water supply systems from the well to the pump and into the house. And if you got storm damage of any kind affecting your water, call Aqua Pump in Stafford Springs. Somehow you still care about what's happening in Hollywood. So from Tinseltown, 3,000 miles away, it's Steve Nagel's Hollywood Trash. Uh, Beyonce leads the Grammy nominees with nine nods. She and Jay-Z are now tied for the most nominations of all time with 88 each. Beyonce can also own the record for most Grammy wins of all time if she picks up four trophies. They got 88 nominations and you ain't one. That's right. Oh, I like what you See what did I just there. did there? Yeah, kind of weaves the whole thing yeah, there. Yeah, I like that. Yes. Well, either way, uh, the, she's at the top right now. Boy, that's the truth. Jay Leno was fixing a clogged fuel line on one of his classic cars when he burned himself. He says he got gas on his face and hands and a spark ignited it. He got third degree burns and may need skin grafts. But will he be able to do the Tonight Show again? It's a good question. I don't know how you answer that. 
Uh, Mariah Carey's bid to trademark the phrase Queen of Christmas was denied. She also failed to trademark the phrases Princess Christmas and Christmas Princess. Yeah, I don't believe she deserves that title. But uh, I'm just going to say it. I don't care what kind of ramifications I get as a result of it. But one of my uh, guilty pleasures, actually freaking love that song. Do you really? That Christmas song. Yeah, there's something about it. I don't know what it is. I saw some meme the other day where, uh, you know, she's like the biggest troller of all time. Because, I'm sure she is. Because she says, I don't want anything for Christmas. But then she says, but I want you. Yeah, that yeah. sounds like a control freak. Yeah, that sounds like she yeah. she wants everything her way. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, you know, listen, uh, women can be narcissists too. I used to like her. I used to like her a lot. Yeah, I'm, I'm, listen, I, I when, got, I, when I was a teenager, I had this huge crush on yes. her because she was in that video with the dancing in the meadow with the jean shorts on. And the, yeah, you know, no, I know. Yeah, 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 I know. Yeah, yeah. I hear yeah. you. You know, you mentioned the uh, the Grammy nominations. Yeah. Um, twice on the Baxi's Musical Podcast, I've talked to an old college friend of mine, Cheryl Pavelski, who mm-hmm. owns Omnivore Records. She's just been nominated for another Grammy for uh, the 20th anniversary Super Deluxe Edition of uh, Yankee Hotel Foxtrot by Wilco. She um, produced this uh, this new version of wow. it. Wow. And this is now like, she's won twice and maybe a, a third time. That's pretty awesome. Yeah, she's she's wicked cool. You can check out those interviews on uh, rock102.com. See, that's like a lot of the Grammys you don't hear about. You only hear about Beyonce and Jay-Z. Uh, yeah, but how you many can they get? Sometimes they get them right, though. It's it's yeah. not just who sold the most or whatever, but you know some of the the smaller, the smaller awards are actually really pretty interesting. You just don't get to see that on the TV show. Yeah, because they they have time. Nobody yeah. nobody wants to hang out and see uh, who the best guy was that brought coffee to the people in the sound booth for the Jay Z album. But the mantle he's got, I know, loaded with Grammys. Candace Cameron Buer did an interview this week about how she left the Hallmark Channel to make movies for a network called Great American Family, which focuses on traditional and Christian family values. In other words, she felt that Hallmark was getting a little too LGBTQ friendly for her taste. In other words, she likes making TV shows that no one's going to watch. And some people were offended by that. That includes Jojo Siwa. Yeah. Because everybody cares about a YouTube star. No, no, no. Jojo Siwa was from uh, Dance Moms. Right, but didn't she start from the YouTube oh, yeah, video sure, thing? Sure, but anyway, I mean, most people know her from Dance Moms. She called it uh, rude and hurtful to a whole community of people in an Instagram post. Then Candace's Full House co-star Jody Sweeten entered the chat by commenting, You know I love you, on JoJo's post along with two heart emojis. So, is the Full House now a broken home? I'd have to say uh, it was always kind of broken. My guess is probably not. Well, the home was never broken. They still had lots of love in that family. Oh, But don't you yes. think that house is cursed? I mean, Danny Tanner's wife dies, and then uh, the show gets rebooted when Candace Cameron Bure's husband dies. Right. It's like the it's like the house of widows. Then you have what's her name going to prison for getting her uh, you know kids uh, you know into a good college. Yeah, that sh- that family was broken up long ago. And don't get me started on uh, <laughs> don't get me started on what else is going on in that family. Uh, Denise Richards was being driven to a movie studio by her husband when an angry road rager shot at their car as he passed them. He put a bullet in the back of the driver's side of the vehicle, but luckily no one was hurt. You sure it wasn't Charlie Sheen? He's got a lot of anger. He seems like a crazy kind of guy that would do something like that, being uh, Denise's ex and all. Oh, yeah. Mm Mm-hmm. 
Jessica Beale and Justin Timberlake had an intimate 10-year wedding vow renewal last month in front of a few friends. She said they uh, almost canceled it because they thought it would be silly, but it ended up being very moving. Wow, that's, that's nice. Uh, Disney edited Daryl Hannah's uh, rear end out of the movie Splash, but they recently put it back, apparently because they now have a parental lock feature. Now it's up to mom and dad to censor that scene. Well, I'm glad they brought it back because, frankly, I thought that was the best part of the movie. What, her behind? Yes. I don't think any of that movie was good. That was like a horrible, horrible movie. It wasn't that. It was uh, not that great. But that part, for me, was what separated from all the other films that year. What happened to Daryl Hannah? What stable did she retire to? (laughs) You stop it. Don't they put the... the, uh, you know, horses that are old and uh, not useful anymore. They put them in those sanctuaries. What do, you, what do you think? She's eating from an oat bag now? No, she's not doing that. No? No. Oh. Daryl Hannah. She call that Westfield Animal Sanctuary and see if they got a stable for it. I there. will not sit here and have you besmirch the gr- the greatness of Daryl Hannah. Uh, Daryl. Hasn't that woman been through enough? Well, they asked her for a comment. She went, clop, clop, clop. <laughs> that means she disagrees. <laughs> Come on! Will you stop it now? <laughs> what? I mean, I'm just uh, commenting that, uh, you know, she kind of looks like a horse. I'm just, just saying is all. And uh, Kim Kardashian has an <laughs> obsession about being skinny, but she says, no, 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 I'm not. Uh, it's all about thickness, right? Yeah. Then she, she had a comment to say. Really? What she wanted something to say? Oh, my God. The last time I had anything was when I munched on Ray J's crotch nachos topped with Bavarian beef stick in that sex tape you can purchase on Uporn for thirty nine ninety five. Well, that's it. I'm off nachos and beef sticks. Caitlin? Well, I never got that done and dirty with your mother, Chris Kim, but uh, once gave her a Portuguese sponge bath. Remind me to look that up. That involves a loofah. I bet it does. I had to uh, give her some milkman's lozenges. <laughs> what are you trying to say? What I'm trying to say is I brought some meat mucus to the Arby's party. There you go. There you have it. And uh, Kanye? You ever see that horsey sauce? No, I have not. Either is Daryl Hannah. <laughs> so the court sends me this degree. I think that's a decree. No, no, no. It's degree, and I don't know why they're using underarm deodorant to make their point that I am no longer married to this girl. No, that's a degree. I think they sent you a decree. Whatever. (laughs) It's getting out of here, and that deodorant stinks. I bet it does. Yeah. Such an injustice, and that's your Hollywood T-Rash and Rock 102. I'm here with Victor from Aquapump and Victor.gov, sponsored by Pfizer and BioNTech. And now, Bax's View from the Couch. Brought to you by Rocky's Ace Hardware, Outdoor Power Headquarters, Steel, Ego, and Craftsman. Rocky's Outdoor Power Trifecta. Hey, good morning, sports fans. How the heck are you? As some of you know, the International World Cup Soccer Tournament begins this weekend. Now, I don't happen to be a big fan of soccer. I prefer other things. Hangnails, dandruff, canker sores, that sort of thing. But for the rest of the world, including some people in this country, the World Cup is a big deal. A huge deal. Almost the biggest deal in the world. And while the action is slated to begin on Sunday in a thrilling international matchup between Ecuador and the host country of Qatar, I'm fairly certain that I'll be finding other things to do. But what happens if you happen to be one of the obsessive nutcases that spent money to go there? 
Cutter is only 6,587 miles from Bradley Airport, and I don't believe they offer any direct flights. I can tell you, however, that if you're planning to go to the World Cup, there are some things you might want to be aware of. One, it ain't cheap. According to Expedia, a single flight with two stops is going to cost you almost $1,900. Hotels are even more than that per night, even if you cash in your quality and reward points. And once you're there, you should also be aware that alcohol is strictly prohibited throughout the country of Qatar. If you're looking to pick up a 12-pack of Natty Daddies and a couple bricks of Fireball, you could be out of luck. However, there are reports that there are underground maps that show you where alcohol can be found, but only if you're willing to spend $14 on a half liter of warm beer. One beer. Folks, you got to really like international soccer to want to spend that kind of money to stay relatively sober in a foreign country. I'm sure Gutter is a nice place filled with exciting tourist attractions, but I can stay home and not watch soccer on TV without spending a single dime. And right now, that's exactly what I tend to do. And if I get thirsty, there's at least three liquor stores within a five-mile radius of my house. And that's what makes me happy to be an American. I don't have to go anywhere to not do something, and I will. But hey, never mind yapping sports brought to you by Rocky's Ace Hardware. Get the Rocky's sales flyers loaded, and I mean loaded, with deals. Steel chainsaws and blowers, power tools, hand tools, Milwaukee, DeWalt, Craftsman. Deals on grills and snow throwers. Get Rocky's sales flyer online or pick up a copy at your neighborhood Rocky's Ace Hardware location. I'm back. That's my view from the couch. Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock. It's 613 and Van Halen with Bax and Nagel on Rock 102. Rainy, sloppy day today. Uh, all that ice and stuff is causing some two-hour delays for certain school districts that are in the higher elevations. Uh, so be on the uh, be on the uh, be aware of that. I guess you could say a high of uh, 48 today. Tomorrow, sunny and a high of 44. It's 36 right now in downtown Springfield. Uh, let's see here. We got uh, David Faustino from Married with Children coming up after 7 o'clock. He's going to be uh, coming to Springfield on Saturday. We'll tell you all the details about that and give you a chance to go and meet him. You, ooh, meet and greet. Yeah, meet. David Faustino. I'm not really figuring out the difference between meeting and greeting. I suppose meeting would be just to be you could see him from afar. Greeting is actually going up and say, hello, we used to love your show. I think that's the difference. I, I you know, I've never had uh, it defined carefully. Okay, well, you know. I mean, does that make sense to it you? It makes a little bit of sense to me. Well, again, I'm not to... There's a lot of things you say that don't make sense to me at all. Well, like what? Like everything. Come on. I think I'm very clear. Sometimes. I think I make good comments. Uh, Ticketmaster. Again, making the news. Taylor Swift ticket sales crash Ticketmaster, ignite fan backlash, renew calls to break up service. Ticketmaster is a monopoly. Gee, do you think... <laughs> People who point out obvious things that, of course, they're a monopoly. Right. Uh, fans trying to purchase seats for Taylor Swift's Eras Tour, which went on sale yesterday morning, were irate at Ticketmaster for long waits, technical glitches, and outright site crashes. Some compared it to the Hunger Games. Overwhelming demand for this from the same fans who had rocketed uh, 10 songs from Swift's most recent release, Midnight's, to the top 10 of the Billboard Hot 100, a first-time feat in the chart's history, caused what Ticketmaster characterized as intermittent issues with the site. Potential ticket buyers complained of waiting hours with little to show for it. Others said they were being automatically logged out with about being allowed to complete their purchases. 
Uh, Rolling Stone reported that as of 11 a.m. on Tuesday, the site was experiencing major issues with fans either completely logged out or in a queue of 2,000-plus people uh, strong that appeared frozen. One famous millennial echoed decades-long calls for illegal actions against the service. House Representative Alexandra Ocasio-Cortez wrote on Twitter yesterday morning, Daily reminder that Ticketmaster is a monopoly. It's a merger with Live Nation should have never been approved, and they need to be reined in. Break them up. A fan added context to the congresswoman's call by replying to a photo of Jeff uh, Ament and Stone Gossard on Capitol Hill in 1995, reminding that Pearl Jam were aware of these monopolistic practices back in 1995. They Mm -hmm. even testified before Congress regarding the issue. It's true. No, it's uh, it's. I mean, it's not untrue at all. It 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 is a monopoly, but that's how. uh, but that's how they operate, and for whatever reason, they've been able to get away with it forever. See, uh, Congress uh, didn't understand Eddie Vedder. That was the problem. They couldn't Like, uh, Sir, Eddie. what is your beef with Ticketmaster? Oh, here <laughs> Tickets are too much away. See what I'm saying? Yeah. How you supposed to? How you supposed to? Uh, how are you supposed to do? Uh, understand anything he says? Oh, hey, no. Yesterday I had a. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yesterday, uh, my cousin uh, posted on Facebook. Yeah. Uh, she says, "Okay, real question. Anyone know how to get Taylor Swift concerts for any of the Gillette Stadium shows? It's yeah. like Hunger Games out here." Right. And then uh, she messages me and says, help your favorite cousin out. Now, one, uh, she is among my favorite cousins, but, uh, you know, pretty presumptuous that she would be uh, numero uno. But nevertheless, yeah. my answer to her was, I would, and, and, I, and to be honest, I'm sure she will not be the last person I know to come up to us like we're some sort of walking ticket master or a stub hub yeah. that we just you know magically have tickets shooting out all of our uh, our various uh, orifices. I said I would love to help out my favorite cousin, but I have no more access to these overpriced hard to find tickets than you do. You could, however, walk up to her house at Watch Hill, knock on her door and ask Taylor for a pair of tickets. Same odds of success. Good luck. Yeah, that's actually a very uh, good response. It's good a good res- it's a good response. And then uh, she said I'm throwing out your bobblehead. Listen, even people who are connected, I went to, I took my kids to see Ed Sheeran back in 2018. Intentionally? Was this yeah. a punishment? It actually, no, it was actually a pretty good show, to tell you the truth. Uh, I was pretty uh, impressed by that guy, because mm. I'd only heard the music, I'd never actually seen him perform. Right. And he performs everything by himself. He does all the musical instruments. It was very well done. How many instruments does he play? A lot. Really? Yeah. Guitar? Guitar. Drums? Drums. Keyboards? Bass. bass. Uh, kazoo? K- I don't know about the kazoo. Accordion. Accordion? I don't know if he has any accordion songs. Double fe- uh, bell euphonium. I believe there's one of those. Nice. But anyway, right. anyway uh, so I, I buy the tickets. It cost me probably 400 bucks oh. for three tickets, three <sighs> tickets that were in the note. Like, I, literally, the the row was the very last row underneath the, you know, the G. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I, but I don't. I don't. It wasn't. It wasn't because the Gillette's on the other side, but behind the stage. But it was very. It was way up top. It was way up in the back. It's in other words, like, not even close to the. Like guy. if you won tickets from Rock 102 to see a Patriots game, that's where you'd be sitting. Actually, the seats you'd get have a big hole in the middle of them. Oh, is that? <laughs> <laughs> so I, I had these uh, seats, and then I asked the guy that you know that used to work here as an intern years ago. Uh, yeah. That works worked down in Rhode Island. Right. 
and I was uh, bitching to him about these, and he's like, "Hey, you know what? I got I got four tickets for you if you want if you want to go." And I'm like, "Oh, great!" And I'm thinking, "Wow, this guy's like in the company. He's like, you know, uh, close with those guys. I bet you these tickets are going to be awesome." They were better seats, but still terrible. But they were still like, you know, you were still way far back, uh, hot, pretty high up, you know, in the thing. But there, it was a better view of where of where we did. And I wound up. Had I had bought insurance on those tickets, mm-hmm. the original ones, so I did get the money back because my my car at the time had was in the repair shop. Oh, so yeah. you had I had an excuse and I had the receipt and they wound up re- reimbursing me the money, so I was okay on on that end of it, and so I I wound up going to see the show for free basically, but. You were still way far back, and I'm like, even the people who are so close to these industry people can't even get tickets that are that are decent. You know, the whole process, every bit of it, is so anti-consumer that it's it's ridiculous. Yeah, you know, like so, Ed Sheeran performs on a stage; he's all alone. He's not paying for a backup band. He's you know limited to how many people he's probably carrying around in an entourage. You know, the ones who are making the money are the promoters and the ticket sellers. It ain't Ed Sheeran. Ed Sheeran probably makes, I mean, makes decent cash. Don't get me wrong. But you can't even say it's Ed Sheeran that's jacking the price up. No. It's out of his control. He gets a certain but, amount for these shows, and everybody else are the ones who profit. But as much as you want to place the blame on a company that, that has obviously monopolized itself, they've, they've bought up all the other companies that were selling tickets, too. Right. Including the secondhand sellers. That's why you're never going to find a ticket price lower than what, you know, uh, you're never going to find a, a ticket price that's supposed to be what it is. You know, if a ticket's supposed to be $100, that ticket's going to be 400 bucks. You know what I mean? Like, there's, you're never going to get away from that. But whose fault is that really? Isn't that the people that are trying to buy these tickets that is really the fault of them well, for continuing to feed into that it's it's it, 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 you're absolutely right you're you're it, it, there you, know, you have to put some blame on the consumer that's willing to that that is willing to overspend on tickets but it's such a complicated multi-layered situation it's like a chicken and the egg right you know you want to go see a show how badly do you want to see it you want to spend 200 hours a ticket okay cool that's what that's what we'll take and if you love the uh, the artist, you're going to pay it because you may never get a chance to see them again. That's the that is the mindset that does it. But it feeds the monster. It, I mean, it totally feeds the, the the system that allows this to happen. I hate to say it. I don't like when the government gets involved in things because mm-hmm. uh, they have a tendency to really screw it up when they do. But this is one of those things where you say, hey, you know what? There's got to be some sort of laws that are in place already. To prevent this kind of thing, it is a price gouging monopoly, and you'd like to think that there's some sort of action that could be taken against this because it is so anti-consumer. Most people are simply blocked out of the ability to go see a show. But again, you know, yeah, it's capitalism. Like I can see that argument going. Hey, if people are willing to pay this price, then that's what we're going to sell them for. That that's that's what my point is. If you have if you have the ability to make those prices the way they are, and people are still buying up the tickets, then you're not. No, I, I. It's not like you're outpricing yourself. Going well, all these tickets are six hundred bucks. Uh, who's not going to buy them? And the whole place gets sold out because there are people who will buy them. It's six twenty three with Baxter Nagel and Rock one hundred two. 
The Thunderbirds are standing up to battle a universe. Rock 102 Springfield's Classic Rock at 631 and the haunting sounds of Pearl Jam and Eddie Vedder on Rock 102. Now let's just paint the picture here. You didn't play that because I was talking about that in the segment. That just happened to be the song that was coming up anyway, and Damnedest I didn't thing. even know that. Damnedest thing, Steve. I it's, didn't have any any uh, influence in that whatsoever. It's like I'm the great Kreskin. <laughs> You're opening the envelopes over there, and uh, you know I'm uh, I'm reading your mind. That's exactly what's, what's right. What's going on with that music log? We got news coming up next. The Rock 102. Here's your Western Mass news. 635 with Bax and Nagel and Rock 102. It's time for news brought to you by Gary Rome Hyundai. Rent the all-electric Ioniq 5 for 28 days, and it includes insurance. Try it before you buy it. Here's local radio icon Steve Nagel. Thanks, Bax. The Mass State Police have made an arrest following a police pursuit on I-91 southbound Tuesday evening. According to the Waitley Police, the pursuit ended in a crash at exit 32. I'm guessing that's Waitley because I don't remember. I don't even, you know, I, I used to yeah. know, but now I don't. Officials said that uh, multiple Mass State Police troopers and Hatfield Police responded to the area. Waitley Police also responded with the Waitley Fire Department's thermal imager. Troopers used utilized the State Police drone with thermal imaging to assist the Waitley Police in detecting the suspect who was uh, found hiding in a nearby barn under a blanket. Police said that the suspect was arrested without incident by State Police. But they don't say what for. No, but uh, usually if there's a problem, you, you try not to escape and hide under a blanket. They'll find you. In a barn. I know. Well, maybe he was going to eat greatly at the Waitley. Maybe that's what... Uh, not that's, that. a, that's a place to stop off at. True, the but still. Uh, Springfield police were called to Indian Orchard uh, in the, the Indian Orchard section of the city. Is there any other Indian Orchard that we should be aware of? Maybe. Uh, after receiving a call about a body in the water on Tuesday morning, according to Ryan Walsh, at around 11.35 a.m., police responded to the 300 block of Water Street and recovered a body of an adult man. The incident is being investigated as an unattended death by the, Depart- the department's detective bureau. The uh, West Springfield police are asking for the public's help in identifying a woman accused of vandalizing a vehicle last week. Surveillance video was captured on Tuesday, October 8th. October 8th. Yeah, that's why Steve. we're getting the story now. Hey, I'm just hey, I'm just the reader. But today is November 16th. That's when the story was posted. That's more than a month ago. Uh, like a just, month and a half ago. We're finding out about it now. Now? They obviously can't find out who she is, so they're asking the public to identify her. Uh, they have a picture of her. Who was, uh, this woman was involved in a road rage incident. Road rage incident. She nearly struck a pedestrian in the Stop and Shop Plaza parking lot, uh, according to the Facebook post by the West Springfield Police. Following a verbal dispute with the uh, complainant third party, she returned to vandalize the complainant's vehicle. Police say the suspect was driving a black four door, possibly a Nissan, with an out of state plate, which was a uh, has a blue wave like pattern on the bottom. Okay. If you have any information about this woman, you're asked to call the West Springfield Police. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm no help to you. They should have released that information back on October 8th. That probably would have been very helpful. You, um, know, who this, you know who this gal is? Because uh, I got to tell you, 
at uh, at uh, eleven at, at, at November sixteenth. I've probably lost all the details of what I may or may not have seen at the time. True, you know, I was like yeah. oh, my my memories can be very fuzzy. Uh, I'm sorry, I I don't remember being on October eighth at the Stop and Shop. I... <laughs> may have been there on the fifth. Yeah. Maybe even the ninth. Actually, you know what? I was there on the eighth, and I saved a dollar twenty-five on a gallon of milk. But I don't remember any other circumstances surrounding that incident. By the way, speaking of grocery stores, I did stop and shop pickup last night. Yeah, life changing. I was told by my girlfriend this would be life changing, and I did this, and it and it is, and it life. was. Yes. So you just you just drove up, and they just filled up the uh, the back of your your vehicle, and that was it. Yeah. Actually, I knew the kid. The kid uh, had uh, was friends with my another friend of mine's uh, son. Uh, he was like, "Hey, how you doing?" Oh, that's kind of cool, Mister Nagel. So, uh, so how do you see this changing your life? Because this- I don't have to walk through the grocery store anymore. I pick everything out, and uh, and the Stop and Shop app, like it, it has all the coupons for you. You don't huh. have to go searching through the whole thing. Now, there's other grocery stores that I've tried doing that with, and it doesn't really work that well. But Stop and Shop has got it all. Stop and Shop seems to be the one that's uh, on the up and up. Well, there you go. This one. I didn't have to. Yeah. I I say, hey, kids, you want to go for a ride? We're going to pick up groceries. And they're like, oh, man, we got to walk around a grocery store? And I'm like, no, not this time. Your old dad's got a trick up his sleeve. He got an app. And he ordered the groceries. And all we got to do is go pick them up. Matter of fact, the, you tell them what spot you're in. Yeah. And it surprised me a little bit because the kid opened the hatchback on the on the back of the van. Wow. Yeah. Like no they, kidding. He was ready to go all. I'm like, no, no, no. There's too much. Uh, there's there's too many uh, formaldehyde and is bags it, back there. Is Can there you, a? <laughs> <laughs> I got to need some place to store the bodies. Yeah. Uh, did this cost you extra? I think it does cost you extra, but it was free because it was my virgin experience of the uh, ah, the Peapod thing. I think gotcha. they call it. Yeah, that's not wasn't a well, bad deal. I never really considered that, to be honest. Now, had this woman done this, she wouldn't have been wanted for questioning. She could have just you know done the pickup, got out of the parking lot, not gotten into a confrontation with another person, right? And uh, nobody'd be looking for. Well, you bring up a good point. The owner of a spa in Fiskdale is facing charges after police received tips that an employee may be involved in prostitution. Sturbridge Police announced on Tuesday. The investigation began in July of Missy Body Spa, located at 504 Main Street in Fiskdale, based on tips. The owner Fiskdale. What did I say? I don't know. I don't want to point it out, but it's Fiskdale. Did I say Fiskdale? I. I, I what? I'm just saying. Did I say it wrong? You may, you may have, I mean, uh, oh. let's go back and, and listen to the clip. All right. The owner, 52-year-old Young May Mo of uh, Westbury. <laughs> Young May Mo? Young May Mo. Huh. Young May Mo of Westbury, New York, was found to be in violation of operating a massage parlor without a license for Massachusetts who was giving a warning in September. As the investigation continued, a search warrant was obtained for the business in October. As a result, young May Mo was charged with three counts of sexual conduct for a fee in uh, keeping a house of ill fame. In Fiskdale. In Fiskdale. Yes. Did I not say that right? I thought you kind of slurred your way right through it. Well, I slur my way through a lot. No, I get it. That's mostly the, uh, you know, the martinis I have before I get here. In the mm-hmm. 
She was arraigned uh, Monday in Dudley District Court, and her next court date is scheduled for January tw- 12th. She'll probably just get a slap in her very powerful wrists. You think so? Yes. She'll be back out in the streets well, uh, tugging and rubbing all over in, in no time at all. It said they, they investigated based on tips. Just the tips? <laughs> or the whole thing? The whole story? I don't know. I don't know. I, I mean, hate, hate to hear about Mo May, young May Mo getting the shaft. I've been through Fiskdale before. I've never really known it to be like a very populated area. One does not enter Fiskdale. Yeah. Fiskdale. Enters you. you. <laughs> Is that how it goes? I believe that's the town motto. Uh, whether you're cranking in the holiday music or still have your Halloween decorations up, the season for shopping has begun. But when it comes to packages arriving at your doorstep, being on the lookout for so-called porch pirates is becoming part of the holiday season. Arr, matey, I steal your package that came in two days since you ordered it on Sunday and you had two hours <laughs> left to go. Uh, Lydia Harrison, I usually said, I usually start around this time, uh, or kind of, uh, early. So I can't, I don't have to stress during the holidays. And then they're talking about these people who get these packages put on the doorstep. And then somebody is following the Amazon truck mm-hmm. and then picking up the packages as soon as the guy drives away. I, uh, I, oh, I rarely have anything delivered to the house. Usually have it delivered here and, uh, and let fellow employees deal with all my, Holiday packages. Oh, is that so? Yes, I'm going to try to have them deal with it. I mean, they're for the most part. They're, I mean, not all of them, but you know, for the most part, they're a trustable group of folk. Yeah, but there's nobody really here on the weekend, so if you have a package that's left outside, there's likeliness that somebody might steal it. No. Actually, what they do is they put it back in the truck because there's no one there to receive, and they bring it the following Monday. They do? Yes. They, they don't leave packages out. They don't? I don't think so. I've never ha- I've never seen it. I you know occasionally if I'm driving around and I got to use a, like a uh, like a toilet or something, I may stop by the radio station, do my business, and get back in the car. I never see packages out in the front. I always wanted to see a porch pirate. Arr! Arr! I come to take your packages. Look at this porch rocker. Ooh, it's so comfortable. Hi, matey. Who's got the iPad for Christmas? Oh. I don't know what's inside this package, but I can hear it rocking. I could use a new iPad. I'm the guy that scraped his eye out with the hook hand years ago when a pigeon pooped in my eye. Ah. I became the butt of a joke for many, many years. Ah, free returns to any UPS store. Oh. (laughs) I can't wait for Cyber Monday. You know, I still don't know why I'm paying so much for Prime when I never use the the, the music or the Prime video. I don't even pay for shipping. I just steal them off people's parches. <laughs> why does he sound like an Irish guy? I don't I'm really, really know. Sure. I don't know. Your uh, Pioneer Valley forecast today, it go rain all day long. High of 48. Tomorrow, sunny with a high of 44. Looking at 35 right now in downtown Springfield. I'm Steve Nagel, and that's the news on Rock 102. Oh, yeah. GG Inks. Screen for Rock at 6.53 and free. And all right now with Bax and Nagel and Rock 102. It gonna rain all day long. 48 for a high. Tomorrow, sunny with a high of 44. Looking at 35 right now in downtown Springfield. You know, if you are uh, amused by this show, like so many dozens of others, uh, you might want to check out the daily podcast. It's posted every single weekday. You can't miss it Monday through Friday. If you miss a part of today's show, you can always go back and review. 
Uh, it's available on Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, Stitcher, Spotify, and on rock102.com. And uh, this week on Baxi's Musical Podcast, my guest is Steve Eagles from the uh, 1970s punk outfit, Satan's Rats. Mm -hmm. They're back as uh, Satan's Cats with a new lead singer, Puss Johnson, the best stage name I've ever heard in my life, who used to be in a band, actually is still in a band, called Pussycat and the Dirty Johnsons. If If that's not a reason to listen to that interview, I don't know what the hell is. But anyway, Steve Eagles available also on rock102.com. That sounds like a uh, a great name. I it's, really, I really do. Like, the, you know, there, appreciate that. there are certain uh, you know stage names that I I respect, like uh, Rat Scabies from the Dam. I think is a great stage name. There's a guy called uh, Buster Blood Vessel from the band Bad Manners. <laughs> Buster Blood Vessel. Buster Blood Vessel. He's about like 400 pounds, and it's a ska band. And he used to play with a guy called Winston Bazoomies. Great, great stage names. That uh, that's yeah. very nice, isn't that great? Yeah. yeah. Hey, uh, speaking of uh, great celebrities, David Faustino is going to be at the Zombie Hideout this Saturday, from eleven to two on uh, on Cooley Street. Uh, he's going to be uh, with he's going to be signing autographs, and you can meet him. Uh, we actually have a pass to meet and greet David Faustino from Married with Children. What? Yes, and we will take the tenth caller at two nine three one zero two one, and you'll be able to meet. David Faustino, Bud Bundy, from Married with Children. How cool does that sound? Yeah. And we're going to be talking to him in a matter of minutes. That's pretty awesome. You're damn right it is. Yeah. We had some good stuff on this show. That All the more reason to listen to that podcast. Yeah, absolutely. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Okay, I'm all working it all together. I see how you're intertwining everything. I'm, I'm like Betsy you're, Ross over here. I'm, I'm, I'm stitching so much. Yeah, but your flag is... Uh, Got more stars on it than uh, thirteen. That's for sure. And at my age, it's at half mast. Oh, hey, I, I, I see what you did there. How about that? Anyway, it's uh, just about six fifty-six. At Bax and Nagel and Rock one hundred two. Live in concert Saturday nights at nine on Rock one hundred two. Bax's view from the couch. Brought to you by Rocky's Ace Hardware, Outdoor Power Headquarters, Steel, Ego, and Craftsman. Rocky's Outdoor Power Trifecta. Hey. Good morning, sports fans. How the heck are you? You know, it's always been my policy that the best way to accept responsibility for something is to hire an independent investigator with my own money to get to the bottom of why I might have acted like an inappropriate jackass. Are you kidding me? If I had those sorts of resources, I would do that all the time. That way, I could use my money to influence the outcome of that investigation to better serve me. After all, isn't that the whole point of conducting a self-investigation? That's what I'd be hoping for. Validation and total absolution. Yesterday, the Boston Bruins announced that they have hired former U.S. Attorney General Loretta Lynch to investigate the team's vetting process that led them to signing prospect Mitchell Miller two weeks ago, despite a long-reported documentation of race-fueled bullying of a developmentally disabled classmate while they were in middle school together. The Bruins would like to know how they were unable to do something like a simple Google search into Mitchell Miller's history. Like, why was he dropped after being drafted by the Arizona Coyotes two years ago? Or why didn't they bother to contact his victim or his family? Or why didn't they bother to do any of the normal fact-checking that any other organization in the world might have done to see what they were getting into with this low-life scumbag? Thankfully, the Bruins cut ties with Miller two days later even though he is still technically under contract with the Providence Bruins. Nevertheless, 
The Bruins would like to know how the Bruins could make this sort of mistake. And the only way to figure out what the Bruins did is to have the Bruins investigate the Bruins and pay somebody like Loretta Lynch to sift through all the evidence to prove that the Bruins did nothing wrong. Otherwise, why waste the money? Look, it doesn't take a genius to figure out that the problem is that the Bruins didn't do their job. That conclusion took me all of 3.6 seconds, and I did it without submitting an invoice for my services. Meanwhile, Loretta Lynch is going to get paid and probably reach a much different conclusion because that's what she's getting paid to do. But hey, enough of my yapping. Sports brought to you by Rocky's Ace Hardware. Get an Eagle battery-powered snow, uh, snow thrower at Rocky's, a two-stage, 24-inch workhorse. Plenty of power, no gas, no fumes, not noisy at all. Get it now for just $1,500. Rocky's Flyer is loaded with deals just like that. Get the sales flyer online or pick up a copy at your local Rocky store. I'm back. That's my view from the couch. Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock. Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock at 709 and the police on Rock 102. You should have played that Frank Sinatra Love and Marriage song. Who says I'm not gonna? Oh, maybe. Ah, I'm oh, way ahead of you. Uh, yeah. Well, you weren't that ahead of me. I was already talking about it and you hadn't played it yet. Give me time. I don't want to rush David Faustino. Who's running that show over there? On the I have no idea. Uh, David Faustino from uh, Married with Children is going to be at uh, at uh, the zombie hideout this Saturday from 11 to 2. You get a chance to meet him and greet him uh, you, and uh, have him sign some stuff. That'd be pretty cool. Absolutely, right? yeah. There you go. He'll be there for a couple hours and uh, the Marriage with Children star. Uh, fantastic stuff. And he's on the phones right now. Good morning, David. How are you? Hey, that's right on the dot. You couldn't get better timing. Uh, really, really. And it wasn't even planned that way. I was trying <laughs> yeah. to work. I was trying to work out my issues on Zoom because I haven't been on Zoom in a minute. So it was like, update this, install this, update. I was like, oh, no, I'm not going to make the interview. <laughs> well, well, let us welcome you back to Zoom. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. It's good to be back. Good to good yeah. to have you. I knew we were supposed to have you uh, the other day, but, uh, but you were at Christina Applegate's Hollywood Walk of Fame ceremony. That had to be wicked cool. It, it, it really was. And I, I uh, first of all, apologize for the, for the last minute confusion, it was uh, oh, no problem. Uh, double booked, but um, it was it was it was it was really an honor to 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 be invited to speak there. You know, I mean, she's like I said in my 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 brief uh, talk there is she's my sister that and 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 we were raised together as brother and sister really, and so she's my second sister, and it was just an honor to be there, and it was a gorgeous day, and and. Ed could Ed O'Neill couldn't make it because he's shooting a a, a film uh, where he's, I, I believe he's playing Don, Donald Sterling actually, which uh, should be <laughs> quite hilarious. So I was uh, I was on uh, Wikipedia and and you know it's one thing to realize that that Bud Bundy is forty eight years old, but it's another thing to find out yeah. that Ed O'Neill is seventy six years old. I couldn't believe that when I saw it. Jesus, <laughs> I know. Well, it's, uh, we're 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 all just we're all, all just uh, aging, aren't we? By the moment. <laughs> no, I watch, I watch, what's that? Oh, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to interrupt you. you were... No, you know what? I, what I had to say was nothing interesting whatsoever. So, let's... <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. Well, we have nothing interesting to say either because you you you're the star of this interview. But uh, <laughs> the one thing I wanted to ask you: you're obviously close with Christina. Uh, if you, as you call her your second sister, how close are you with the rest of the cast? Have you stayed in touch over the years? 
Uh, so the, the truthful answer to that is I've stayed like extremely close to Christina because we don't live far apart. Uh, she helped my me get my daughter into a school that was uh, I, I really wanted to get into. We've just we've just remained brother and sister, you know, hanging out. Uh, hanging out with her daughter and 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 her hanging out with my kids and it's been a it's been a it's been a good long relationship and 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 so often that that's not the case so often you know you create this family on set even if it's a film that's like a month and uh you know you, you create this family and you and you really do think you're going to stick together and and because because the people are genuinely you usually generally awesome people you know just that you want to really hang out with and then it just it just you know life goes on but i guess after an 11 year run there's something different and special about that so it's christina and ed ed, ed and i are as a matter of fact he called me this morning i owe him a call uh <laughs> but he 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 we remain to be very close and, and it, it's a it's it's a friendship and it's almost a father son relationship at the same time uh you know you know these these things they take on a life of their own as 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 did christina playing my sister but but ed ed and i are 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 very close and we talk all the time and we're 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 working on something now getting something going that uh um we 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 feel that is 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 going to happen so we're we're working on that now you you spent eleven years, you know, with these people, and you know, you say that you know Ed O'Neill's like a father figure. He's not having to do stuff like uh, like mow the lawn or you know wash his car or right. anything like that, right? Yeah. He's he no, hasn't he, taken he that got, too far. He he's got many an assistant for that. <laughs> However, when time if times ever get really 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 bad, I will uh I, I may have to hit him up for that. You'll have you'll have you'll have to be obliged for that, right? <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, with that. you know what's really amazing, and I know. I mean, I, I'm I'm sure you're aware of this. You know, before Married with Children came on the air, Fox was like a struggling proposition, and it had and it hadn't been for you guys, the Simpsons, the NFL, maybe Living Color, there would be no Fox. And 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 you know, people who may you know may have been dismissive of Married with Children at the time, I think failed to understand how really important and groundbreaking that show was. Because I mean, really the success of that entire network came and went on Sunday nights. You know, you're, it's, it's, it's very true. And uh, a lot of people didn't see it the first three seasons and what catapulted it into, into, you know, huge, huge success was uh, that woman, uh, Terry Ricolta, who was this, you know, billionaire in, in, um, in Detroit. And, and she saw, Basically, her kids watching this disgustingly filthy show that was just just appalling to her. So she was actually rich enough uh, to to be able to pull major sponsors, including Coca Cola and McDonald's. And when that hit the news, dude, though everybody wanted to know what this show was about. Like, why? Why does Coca Cola? Why is McDonald's pulling? Like, what's going on? And it became, and then everybody was like, "Oh sh, crap! We gotta, we gotta see what this is all about," you know. So it was, it was, it was, it was a cool thing. As a matter of fact, the producer sent her a, uh, a, uh, a, a big thank you basket and, and everything for helping us. 
And uh, Hustler gave her uh, a hole of the month. Oh, that's uh, nice. That's nice. Right on. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I, I, curious as you know, as as we all know, what Bud Bundy was like as a dis, a disgusting teenager. How did how did that affect you in your in your real life, where where people can't choose that disconnect between characters and real person uh, people? Did did you have an issue with that at all? I only had an issue with that through my, uh, my my like pubescent age, where you're growing and awkward and weird, and everything pisses right. you off, and you think that you know everybody's talking. So and they and because the kids around that age are are can be punkish and and you know um so i definitely went through that that kind of thing but a lot of it was self-imposed because a lot of people were trying to just give me love and i was just like it was weird dude you know when you're a kid yeah. and, and and everything changes like that it just becomes weird, real freaking weird, real fast. I bet. And yeah. uh, so, so, uh, how to round out your question? Um, it, 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 it did. And then, oh, what happened was, I, I decided at some point. I don't know. I don't know if it just happened naturally, or if I made a decision, or what. That these people were actually really just trying to give me love because they love the character. But Bundy's a lovable character. You can't deny that. No, you can't he, deny that at all. Yeah. He's <laughs> non-threatening. He's lovable. He's, you know, you, you want him to win. He's the underdog, you know? So, um, you know, I, I started to realize that these people actually weren't just like, you know, poking fun. They were, they were actually trying to give me some love. And once I surrendered to that, man, I, I enjoy I enjoy the fame. I enjoy the fans and I enjoy listening to to families talk about how they they sat around the television were able to watch it together. Then there's of course the families who whose parents wouldn't let them watch it at all and they had to sneak <laughs> sneak off to watch it. But but uh I you know I I I enjoy it now and and uh, I, I'm grateful to have been able to play a character on on a show that cool, you know. This is uh, David Faustino on the line with us. You know, it's 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 the mark of a good actor that can play both a a creep and a lovable character all at the same time. That's that's not as easy for every actor to do. So you know, hats off to you. That's that's real talent yeah, right very, there. Very well done, sir. Well, hopefully, hopefully it's uh, not part of my true character. Well, we'll see. But we'll, ask, we'll ask, have to ask my wife about that later. You're, you're going to be at uh, the zombie hideout on Saturday on Cooley Street in Springfield from 11 to 2. Uh, people can hang out. They can get a chance yes, to meet you, get a chance to uh, to ask you all kinds yeah. of marry with children questions. That's kind of a, that should be a lot of fun. Yeah. I, I think it will be. And like I said, like I and, I, and I'm not just uh, you know, BSing here. Like I, I, I truly enjoy engaging with my fans. As, as long as they're cool people and, you know, not crazy. And uh, I, I, I love to engage with my fans and talk about the show and answer questions. And it, it, it makes me happy. It fulfills me. So, yeah. uh, you know, I'd love for people to come out and, and I'm signing autographs. And also, if there's fans, uh, you know, anime fans out there uh, for, for uh, I'm doing the legend. I have plenty of Legend of Korra uh, material to sign. Um, also, you know, from the last airbender also from how to train your dragon, 
um i'll have all kinds of uh stuff to sign from that as well so so please uh come out and let's have some fun we'll talk some smack and uh and uh you know awesome we'll, we'll have some good time at the zombie hideout sounds good all right david faustino great to talk to you best of luck and uh enjoy yourself on saturday yeah thanks so much thank you guys you bet david faustino with banks and nagel on rock 102 Rock 102. Rock 102 Springfield's Classic Rock. It's 727 and The Who with Bax and Nagel on Rock 102. Rain for a good part of the day in a high of 48. Tomorrow, sunny with a high of 44. It is 36 right now in downtown Springfield. Uh, join me and the road crew this Friday from 4 to 6 at the grand opening of the AT&T newest store located on 350 Palmer Road in Ware. Only at AT&T, everyone gets their best deals in every new smartphone, both new and loyal longtime customers, the way it should be. It's not complicated. You want their best deals in every smartphone and a wireless network you can count on. AT&T has got you covered. Again, it's Friday uh, from 4 until 6, 350 Palmer Road, the brand new AT&T store with me and the road crew from Rock 102 Springfield's Classic Rock. I am obligated to tell you that offers vary by device and restrictions apply. Are you going to go to the uh, Gabe's Bar while you're out there? Which one? The Gabe's Bar. No, no. I'm going to go to the AT&T store, and then I'm going to go home. That's Gabe's Bar. Gabe's Bar? I don't yeah. know what Gabe's Bar is. Uh, you've been in a Gabe's Bar before. No, I have not been yeah, in Gabe's I'd... Bar at all. Well, they have uh, they have karaoke and all kinds of other entertainment. As tempting as that sounds, I'm going to try to get home. Well, it might, uh, you know, after you're done with the AT&T thing, uh, you might need a few refreshments. Okay. You know, uh, again, let me just uh, state for the record that once 6 o'clock rolls around... I'm going to go home and probably rest up for the Mayflower Marathon yeah, the following Monday. But you need to wet the whistle to get you to sleep that night. You might as well stop at the gay bar. Pretty sure I'm going to wet my whistle at home. That's where I prefer my wettest whistle. I don't know. I've uh, had my uh, suspicions about you. I believe you like your whistle wet. Well, listen. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but uh, I think on Friday I'm going to turn in early. There's a place in Fiskdale I can lead I you bet, on to. It's not too far from there. Oh, I'm sure that's true. Oh, my God, look at the time. We have news next on Rock 102. Here's your Western Mass News. Three. With Bax and Nagel on Rock 102, it's time for news brought to you by Gary Rome Hyundai. Rent the all-electric Ionique 5 for 28 days and includes insurance. Try it before you buy it. His local radio icon, Steve Nagel. Thanks, Bax. A loaded 380 caliber handgun with six rounds of ammunition was found in a passenger's carry-on bag at Bradley International Airport uh, Thursday. Uh, today is Wednesday? I thought it said Tuesday. Yeah, you know, um, yeah, and the story is today. I, I don't get why we are, why we have these, <laughs> why we even do these. I, I didn't even really know. Uh, why, and why do you do it like more than a week after Dan it actually Val happened? Dan Velez, spokesperson for TSA New England, says agents found the loaded weapon in the carry-on when it was not properly stored or in a hard-sided container in a checked bag. If you're looking to transport a firearm on a plane, you must place the unloaded firearm in a locked hard-sided container and place it in a checked bag only. You must also inform the airline when checking in your bag at the ticket counter. Locked cases that are easily opened are not allowed. This is the fourth firearm detected by TSA at Bradley International Airport this year. I don't. I, I still don't buy the I forgot that it was in my bag thing. I mean, that's something that you would, uh, you know, people who own firearms uh, cherish them. You mm -hmm. know, that, that's like, a, that, that's a thing. Uh, you know, people are really into those. You wouldn't... Uh, 
you wouldn't forget that you had a child with you, would you? No, uh, not. Well, I mean, you know, some people forget their children. They're in the backseat of their car with the windows rolled up. But, you know, nevertheless. But as long I, as the gun was okay. I mean, I might forget like a toothbrush or uh, you know, like a pair of dirty underpants in, a, in, in luggage and, yeah. and just, you know, forget I'm even traveling with it the next time I'm going somewhere. But a gun would be the kind of thing I would probably unpack from one trip to another. You would think you would. But, uh, you know. Because I, I usually like to settle my scores in between travel periods. Uh, yeah. <laughs> it's like, I'm going to need that gun between one trip or another. Yeah. I do my shooting in Dallas <laughs> when I am have a layover on my way to Fresno. <laughs> uh, it must be like news dump day. Like Wednesday seems to be dumped. Instead of hump day, it's dumped. Yeah. Because the, here's another story that happened Back on, uh, what the hell is it, November 4th. No, it's, uh, that was uh, 12 days ago. 12 days ago, but here we are as it is a brand new story. You okay. ready? Three people were arrested on charges of cocaine and heroin trafficking after a traffic stop in Bernardston earlier this month. State troopers stopped a vehicle on November 4th around 9.30 p.m. on 981 North in Bernardston for unreadable temporary tags on a white Subaru WRX. Again, people, sign up for my class. You should not be doing unreadable temporary tags on a vehicle. Now, are they unreadable because of uh, bad penmanship or because they've uh, the tags have been ground down? Well, it might have been raining and the uh, you oh, know, yeah, you have yeah. that exposed on the outside. Usually they're in the window, though. You know how we complain all the time how you never hear follow-up stories? Like you hear a story with no detail. But then it takes 12 days to find out details of a story mm-hmm. or find out that something happened at all. So, you know, here we are complaining about, you know, uh, you know, uh, hump day, dump day, humpty dumpty, uh, hump day, dump day. And uh, I guess, it's, I mean, it shouldn't really surprise us at all. We're finally hearing about it. Yeah, we're, these these are the followed up stories. This is like, uh, I think what it is is because they don't, the newsrooms don't have people to go out really much anymore. Right. Other than to stand outside of empty courthouses at 4 a.m. Mm-hmm. Uh, for a live shot. But they don't really have like the, the reporters to go out there and do these things. So when I see something like this, I say, you know what this is? This is somebody uh, over at uh, one of the news stations reading social media. And it's like the telephone game. Like, we heard about this through somebody else. Right. You know, when I did that fuel oil, I shared that fuel oil GoFundMe thing. Now, that that happened like three weeks ago, the fuel oil thing. Yeah. I shared the GoFundMe thing on Saturday, and lo and behold, Western Mass News all of a sudden does a story about the, these folks with the, uh, the poor folks with the, with the oil in their basement yesterday. And we were a day late on that story. But but I'm I'm guessing once you know once it becomes news because you've heard it from a GoFundMe account, they're like, oh whoa, we missed that one. Let's go let's go jump on that. <laughs> yeah, it makes you wonder, doesn't yeah. it? Anyway, the vehicle uh, in this situation was slow to stop, and the driver Joshua Francis, well Francis, lighten up, Francis, stated his Vermont driver's license was expired. The officers found drug paraphernalia, including a needle, in plain view inside the car. A search of the car, troopers found what they believed to be thirty packets of heroin and 62 grams of a white powdery substance believed to be crack cocaine. 
Joshua Francis, Tanya Francis of uh, Essex, Vermont, and Devin Thomas of Hartford uh, were arraigned in a Greenfield District Court on uh, trafficking charges and possession of heroin. Additionally, Joshua was uh, issued traffic citations for unlicensed operation of a motor vehicle and a number plate violation. The Steve Nagel uh, uh, School of uh, Shady Stuff. All these things could have been avoided if they just spent if five minutes just, in, in, in Steve Nagel's College of Knowledge. If you had just listened to me, you would have not been in this situation. It's, it's, you're, you're so right about it's that. It's kind of like, uh, remember the Woody Woodpecker cartoon where the uh, the guy, he, he Woody bought the, the treasure map from Buzz Buzzard? Sure. And then he was uh, trying to find the treasure map, but it was really Buzz Buzzard taking all his money. I remember like it was yesterday. And then there was a detective in the beginning of the... Of this show, if Woody had gone straight to the police, this would have never have happened. <laughs> remember, do you remember that? I actually yeah. do remember yeah, that. That was a and I, and I always remember it. And now I'm that guy. Yeah. If you had gone to the Nagel College of Knowledge, this would have never have happened. So many things could be learned with the Nagel College of Knowledge. I don't know how you're just gonna. Divide your time between the College of Knowledge and the Battery Boys operation that we're uh, we're planning. Listen, I got all kinds of projects going on right now. I know. I just all want, unfinished. I, I, I just want you to be able to dedicate your time to both. All unfinished projects, but still many projects going on right now. The uh, West Springfield police are asking for the uh, public's help in identifying a woman accused of vandalizing a vehicle last week. Surveillance video was captured on t- last week. What? <laughs> Tuesday, October 8th isn't last week. No, that's actually uh, a month and a week. <sighs> anyway, uh, she vandalized a car and they're looking for her. If you know who she is, go look at the picture. This is ridiculous that we're reading stories from a month ago. Well, um, Steve, you're the one who is reading stories from a month ago. No, I'm the one getting stories that are on the front page of these news uh, channels. All I'm doing is a ripper and reader. That's all I do. I rip and read. Well, that's going to be very disappointing for people who are going to Rock 102's morning show of Bax and Nagle for all their top news stories, only to find out every story we've done this morning is an old story. It's an old story, including this one of the owner of the spa in Fiskdale. I said it again, didn't I? No, you said it right. Fiskdale. Fiskdale. Is facing charges after police received tips, just the tips, <laughs> that an employee may be involved in prostitution. Uh, and, and the Sturbridge police announced this yesterday, even though the investigation has been going on since July. Uh, the investigation began in July of Missy Body Spa, located at 504 Main Street in Fiskdale, based on tips. Uh, the owner, 52-year-old Young May Mo of Westbury, New York, New York was found to be in violation of operating a massage parlor without a license uh, for Massachusetts and was giving a warning in September. An investigation continued. A search warrant was obtained for the business in October. As a result, Yo Meng Mo was charged with three counts of sexual conduct for a fee and keeping a house of ill fame. You realize that Fiskdale uh, has 2,583 people living there. Yeah. And one woman is causing this much of a ruckus for so few people. Well, you make, It makes you wonder how many of that 2,583 people are going to go see her, not because they're looking for some sort of inappropriate service, but because you know their shoulders hurt or they're, they got a knot in their back or their feet are sore. You know, maybe she's providing a legitimate massage service. Listen, 
like the woman said a couple of weeks ago on that uh, now hear this clip. Yeah. When a massage parlor is open at midnight and they answer the phone, they're probably not on the up and up. Because professional masseuse. What about holidays? Uh, again, professional masseuse. Yeah. Will will only I mean, they might schedule something that's outside of a normal business hour. You know, you're traveling uh, thing or, you, yeah, you can come in at 7 o'clock tonight because right. that's the only time you're available and I'm available. But the ones that are just waiting for customers at midnight. I don't know, Steve. I mean, if you throw your back out, like, in the middle of the night, say it's like at, like, 10 o'clock at night. Yeah. You know, it's going to take a while before you say, oh, I, I got to go do something about this. Apparently, there's a place in Fiskdale I should go to. Uh, where yeah, she can really work out a knot. Oh, I bet she could. She works it out, and she only uh, takes just the tips. She can she could work for tips. She didn't. Although that's not the part that hurts. No, it's not. Your uh, Pioneer Valley forecast today is going to be uh, rainy with a high of forty-eight. Tomorrow sunny with a high of forty-four. It's thirty-six right now in downtown Springfield. I'm Steve Nagel, and that's the news on Rock 102. Ah. It's Classic Rock. It's 749 and Billy Squire with uh, Bax and Nagel on Rock 102. Rainy today with a high of 48, sunny tomorrow with a high of 44. It's 36 in downtown Springfield. Hey, uh, real quick before you get into uh, that big thing you're going to do. Uh, you realize the uh, the Springfield Thunderbirds are playing this morning. They got a 10:35 game against the Syracuse Crunch. It's school day. School day. Yeah, I mean, like, are schools having like a field day at the Springfield Thunderbirds game? Well, there might be. Maybe they're maybe they work something out. Uh, I gotta tell you, uh, I wish my school had done a, a, a field trip like that. I would have loved that. My God, are you kidding me? I hope it's like you know, because it's school day. Let's think that like if I were like in high school, this is the day I'd want to see the most amount of hockey fights. Yeah, you know, like you know, dropping the gloves, you know, taking to the the jerseys off, and you know, start start wailing on a guy. Making them, make them lose a few teeth. We're having great fun. Which schools are going to that? I don't, I don't really know. It's school day presented by Mass Mutual uh, Fontaine Brothers Construction and the Mass Lottery. And they're playing the Syracuse Crunch this morning at 1035. That's awesome. That is pretty cool. Yes. 1035 in the morning. We could probably head over there if, uh, if we paid our, played our cards right. You'd be crocked by noon. You're damn right about that. That's right. Yeah. Now hear this with Bex and Nagel on Rock 102. By the way, that's for the adults. Oh, it is? Rock by, yes. Oh, I didn't uh, point that out to be responsible. Well, I mean, you, you know, uh, you're, on, you're with a bunch of kids on a field trip. The first thing you want <laughs> yeah, is a nice uh, tall glass <laughs> of Bud Light. <laughs> Don't you? Yeah, not as a, not as a child. No. Uh, we got uh, we got some interesting things this morning. Mostly animals, but not this first one. Okay. Okay. So the rest of it'll be an animal related uh, clip thing. But right now, uh, there's a brand new video game to be released next year that will let you play as Jesus Christ acting out the New Testament. A shortened demo of the version uh, of the game will be out in December. Here's the trailer for the world's first Jesus simulator. I am Jesus Christ. Many people have attempted to write about the things that have taken place among us. Reports of these things were handed down to us. Finally, we are meeting the Son of God, who wants to save all humans. This wine is better than the wine we had before. Lord, just heal my son. Tell me only why you want to save all those humans. 
don't deserve that, and believe me that at the end, they will betray you and kill you. Does this game have Jesus like shooting zombies with no, no, like no. A, like positive affirmations? Yeah, it's more like The Sims. It's very uh, is much, it really? Yeah, very much like The Sims, where you're kind of you know trying to spread your good message to everybody. Because it could would be it'd be awesome to yeah. see like Jesus with like a with like a like a like a leprosy saving bazooka on his yeah. on a, on the on his shoulder, you're like shooting lepers and then saving their lives, and all yeah. of a sudden like their their skin clears up, or they you know they grow a new foot, you know something yeah. like that. That would be a cool video game with Jesus. Uh, I think in this one, what happens is at the very end when you get crucified. Yeah. yeah. Uh, you know, finally, and you're taking your your last breath up there uh, on the crucifix. Uh, Pontius Pilate comes over and goes, "I'm sorry, your princess is in another castle." Oh my God, you are a blaspheming. What? I'm just saying. Uh, if you're going to integrate the... uh, video games to it, you might as well. Uh, you know, if he takes some mushrooms, he turns into Super Jesus. All right. You know, if, if you're going to play that way, then fine. But let me tell you something. I can see this game being a big success. Like the way you accumulate points yeah. is like you have like a like a picture of like the Last Supper, and the more points you get the more items are on the menu. Like if you're looking for appetizers, like let's say like they, like Jesus and the apostles got like a blooming onion at the beginning. Uh, tilapia. Til- yeah, oh yeah. God, that's a, that's a, that's a, like a bottom feeding fish. I mean, but the, like a bread basket, uh, you know, you know, maybe some calamari, who doesn't love that? And then at the end, they have like a whole course of desserts. Somebody's tossing rolls at you <laughs> and you have to... <laughs> And you have to catch all the rolls, and for every one you miss, uh, yeah, you lose right. points for. Right. I kind of like that. Yeah, yeah. Where, he, where Jesus is shooting communion hosts into your mouth from yeah, a long yeah. distance. Perfect. Perfect. Like a game of asteroids. <laughs> uh, clip number two, uh, this woman and her dog have something in common. Uh, let's listen. Ready? Yes. Hello. 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 Uh, the dog can say hello. Wow. Wouldn't it's, that be great? Yeah. No, actually, I wish my dog would just not eat my trash. That's kind of what I'm... I don't... You know, if he... if he, My dog, if I went home today and he went, <laughs> I would be like, that's impressive. But look what you just did. <laughs> you left all this all over the... Uh, Two the, days the of yard. garbage on the floor. Yeah. So there you go. A dog that says hello. Uh, speaking of dogs, a lost uh, police canine in Iowa was found after hours of searching... He was apparently lost. Apparently, he took some time to go play with other dogs in the area. Here's Steve Kirby, the neighbor who spotted Zeke playing with his dogs, and Lieutenant Alyssa Wilson of the Altoona Police Department talking about the efforts it took to find the missing canine. We heard some commotion. Our dogs were barking. And then my wife says, hey, there's a police car out front with the lights on. So I was down there with the flashlight. It was important to find Zeke. We did utilize drones, and we did utilize any technology that we had available to us. The firefighter saw Zeke and said, Zeke here. And Zeke came right over and was reunited with Officer Poffenberger. Officer Poffenberger? Is it? <laughs> Is that a what, real name. Wait, what did she say? Let's see. Let's see. I did it with Officer Poffenberger. 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 Hmm. Hmm. Ooh. Ooh. like Poffenberger. I would. <laughs> I don't remember that on the uh, menu at Five Guys. Yeah. I'll have the Poffenberger and a big bag of fries, please. I, I'm not sure uh, this is the canine you want on your team. Maybe not. You know, if you're if you're chasing after a suspect, and then all of a sudden you uh, you get distracted because there's a uh, there's a group of collies over there that look like they're having so much fun. 
<laughs> well, I'm going to go over there. Yeah, listen, chasing that guy down isn't much fun as hanging out with these bitches all day. That's when you That's when you hear like a day later, we had to put Zeke down because he just wasn't performing his duties. Yeah, he's, he's, he's going to be adopted by a family instead. And uh, this Thanksgiving, you can cuddle with a turkey. An animal sanctuary with locations in California, Missouri, and Tennessee is offering you the opportunity to cuddle with a turkey this Thanksgiving. Here's Christine Weinhold with the Gentle Barn in Missouri on the experience of how much the turkeys love it. The female turkeys love to cuddle and form close relationships. Our turkey specifically, we have a turkey that loves to be held and sit in your lap. So they really enjoy all of the attention. Really? Really? I got turkeys in my neighborhood. If I tried to cuddle with them, they pluck my eyes out with their little beaks. I don't want to, I don't want to cuddle with it. I just want to use it for a little while. I just want to stuff it with bread stuffing. That's why I want to, yeah, yeah bread stuffing. Yes. How do you think turduckins are made? That's hmm? a perverse thing, isn't it? Yeah. But, uh, yeah, I just want mine for a little while. A little turkey jerky, if you will. <laughs> wobble, wobble. <laughs> No, now, now yeah, you're talking. Yeah, yeah, I'll be the first to baste all over you. <laughs> you're a master at it. I'm a master baster, that's for <laughs> sure. And uh, that is uh, now here. This it's uh, seven fifty-seven with Bax and Nagel on Rock One Hundred Two. Rock One Hundred Two, Springfield's classic rock. It's eight eleven. Queen and David Bowie with Bax and Nagel on Rock 102. It's uh, going to be rainy today with a high of 48. Tomorrow, sunny with a high of 44. It's 36 right now in uh, downtown Springfield. A couple things to get to uh, this morning. What, what they, what they, I look at the news every morning when I obviously wake up out of bed and uh, <clears throat> grab my cup of joe uh-huh. and uh, start reading through the news. This one, uh, this headline. Caterpillar employee immediately incinerated after falling into pot of hot molten iron. A caterpillar employee. And just 39 days before Christmas. And just 39 days before Christmas. A caterpillar. This is talking about the, uh, you know, the machines. Yeah. A caterpillar employee was uh, immediately incinerated when he fell into an 11-foot deep pot of molten iron heated to more than 2,000 degrees Fahrenheit. OSHA said in a news release Wednesday that the death of the 39-year-old employee happened on June 2nd. Again, with the, with the news story. Yeah, but today, it, it came out today at midnight. Um, June 2nd at the Caterpillar Foundry in uh, central Illinois, which uh, produces cast iron engine components. It was, the only employee, it was only the employee's ninth day on the job. Oh, yeah, you, you gotta need, you're going to need more training. A federal investigation determined that if proper, proper safety guards had been installed, the death could have been avoided. Uh, investigators with OSHA found that the foundry regularly exposed employees to unprotected fall hazards as they worked close to deep containers of molten iron. The employee who died was, melting, was a melting specialist who uh, was removing a sample of iron from a furnace when he fell into the melting pot. Oh, Jesus. But, like, uh, you're gone. Yeah, no, I think once you, uh, it, yeah, I mean, you're, it, it, like, you're incinerated right away. You don't even have time to think about, uh oh, I probably, that was a mistake. But you are, you reincarnated then as the uh, machine, like no, the you, caterpillar You're machine? reincarnated as the freeze meister, <laughs> the freeze miser instead. Yeah, I guess so. Unbelievable. Uh, Caterpillar's failure to meet its legal responsibilities to ensure the safety and health of workers leaves this worker's family, friends, and coworkers to grieve needlessly. Uh, OSHA cited Caterpillar Inc. for one willful violation. The company is ordered to pay a fine of $145,000. 
Yeah. Well, you know, he's only on the job for nine days. Yeah, you know, I mean, how do you how do you uh, how do you post to fill that position? You know, you you just getting to know the new guy. <laughs> That's right. His name was uh, Mike. Yeah, or Ted, or I can't remember him. The yeah. new guy. But then you post that uh, you post that job in the paper. Well, what happened to the previous guy? You you, you don't really want to know. You you don't want to know what happened to him. I don't know if you saw this story. Yeah. Getting off uh, you know a human incineration. Sure. Uh, Joey Chestnut. This weekend, actually, um, I take that back, November 23rd, that's next Wednesday, Yep, is going to be in Fairfax, Ohio. Now, as you know, he has like 50 competitive eating records yeah. out there. You know, he's won like 15 Nathan's International uh, hot dog eating contests. Very big eater. He is going to be at the November 23rd Pumpkin Pie Expo, uh, where he will be uh, appearing at a Frisch's Big Boy where he will attempt to eat 24 slices of big boy pumpkin pie in just three minutes. What? 24 slices of pumpkin pie in just three minutes. That's disgusting. No, that right there is an American hero. I don't, we, we had this argument yesterday. I don't like the pumpkin pie. I don't. It's pumpkin. I don't like it at all. It's it's gross. It's disgusting. See, I, don't I don't even want to carve a pumpkin because uh, you have to scoop out all the guts on the inside of it. Yeah. And people who say, oh, you got pumpkin seeds. I don't want pumpkin seeds. I don't want anything to do with the pumpkin. See, I, I happen to like pumpkin pie. Yeah. I just don't know if I could pack down 24 slices in three minutes. I'm going to need at least 10. Yeah, I was going to say, uh, you could do that amount. Just not in the allotted Not time. in three minutes. Yeah. I mean, you're talking, I don't even know, I mean, what is, what is, what is that? Eight, eight slices per minute? What, what is the, what is the fascination with that? I don't know. I, you know, I'm on The fascination with him or anybody who does competitive eating. I'm on the TikToks yesterday, right? And uh, there's a guy who does all of these competitive things. Like, you know, like certain restaurants will have these food challenges. Like if you can eat like a nine pound uh, burrito, you get yeah. the burrito for free and your name on the wall. Yeah. Well, there's, a, the, there's this one guy. And then there's this young lady who does the same thing. She'll pack down nine pounds of food and she's a, a, a little thing. She's, she's not a big heavy lady. She's, she's uh, 130 pounds, if that. Yeah, I think maybe that's the thing that pisses me off about these people is that they're not like huge, morbidly obese people. No, when we've had Joey Chestnut in here, I always I'm always surprised by how good shape he's in. I'm yeah. always amazed by that. Like a guy like me, you'd expect. Well, that guy could probably pack down 35 slices in three and a half minutes. I no, mean, couldn't do it. I mean, here if I eat two Nathan's hot dogs a day, yeah, uh, I'm gonna gain weight because of eating two Nathan's hot dogs oh, a day. It goes right to this my thighs. This guy shoves 67 of them down his throat, and he doesn't gain an ounce. And He's a hero. This is why I love the TikToks. I'm on the TikToks all the time, mm. looking at food, looking at uh, eating competitions. I love that kind of stuff. TikTok. TikTok. Got a little news for you about TikTok. Federal Bureau of Investigation Director Christopher Ray told lawmakers Tuesday he's extremely concerned about TikTok's operations in the U.S. We do have national security concerns, at least from the FBI's end, about TikTok. Ray told members of the House Homeland Security Committee in a hearing about worldwide threats. They include the possibility that the Chinese government could use it to control data collection on millions of users or control the recommendation algorithm 
which uh, could be used for influence operations if they so choose, or to control software on millions of devices, which gives it the opportunity to potentially technically compromise personal devices. Let me tell you something. It's already happened. Yeah, but you know, I mean, for most of us, what are we really watching on on TikTok? Is are the chi- is the Chinese government going to try to infiltrate my lifestyle by watching by by tracking all the competitive eating sites that I watch on TikTok? No. If they if they are, they can have at it. Cuz I'm not doing anything on TikTok that's interesting. That's what you think though. But what if your mind is being controlled by uh, the Chinese government? Controlled how? To eat a big giant burrito that's nine pounds the size of a human leg? What if it's like, uh, you know, you're scrolling through those videos and then it's like, uh, what do they call that? uh, uh, What do they call that? When you, like you put, you whisper in a song and you can't really hear it. Oh, like backward masking? Backward masking? I I don't even know what you're talking about. There's a word for this. I'm sure there is. I I can't think of it. Right. Oh, uh, uh, oh, uh. Uh, yeah, hold on a second. Hold on. Uh, 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 I forgot the name of it. Yeah, that that thing. Subliminal messaging. Subliminal messaging. Subliminal yes. messaging. Yes, subliminal messaging. What am I going to have subliminally passed along to me when I see a guy eat a cheeseburger the size of a steel-belted radial? How am I going to, how am I going to, what am I getting that's negative out of that? Yeah, but but there might be subliminal messages within those uh, telling you to overthrow your government. <sighs> I, I I have no desire to overthrow the government. I do, however, have a desire to eat a cheeseburger the the size of a Firestone. That's what you want. Yeah, to do. right. I want a I want a good year. You know, I want a, I want a good year sized cheeseburger right in front of me. I really think it's funny, like how we pick and choose who to give our information to. Yeah. You know, uh, many people will be vigilant about, well, I'm not putting my social security number online, and I'm not uh, putting putting personal information out there for, for people to, to call me or to contact me or try to scam me out of things. Right. Well, what about this app here where there's uh, mindless cat videos? Uh, it's owned by the Chinese government. Uh, can we take all your information? Absolutely. <laughs> if Agree can, to the terms of service. If I Let's can see put more, that down on If I there. can see more kitty cats having having fun in a house. Um, you know, I think I think everybody, well, not everybody, but a good portion of the population has done this already. Listen, I think you're more likely to damage your 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 uh, your reputation and your credit score by posting things on uh, Twitter and Instagram than you know if you're just scrolling around for uh, for new videos. Uh, reporting from Forbes has cast doubt on the security of U.S. information uh, user information at TikTok. The outlet reported, uh, for example, that TikTok's parent company ByteDance planned to use the app to monitor specific location details of certain American citizens, citing materials it reviewed. TikTok pushed back on the report, denying that it had ever tracked uh, certain U.S. citizens with their specific locations and slamming Forbes for publishing the allegations. Ray said that any details about TikTok's actions would have to be discussed in a declassified briefing, but he assured lawmakers that it's certainly something that's on our radar and we share your concerns. (sighs) Listen, you can throw all those scare tactics in my face. I'm not putting down the TikToks. I'm just not. Imagine if they tried to ban that thing. 
TikTok. Can you I'm, imagine that? I'd go. I'd go bananas. The, uh, the 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 entire country would go bananas. Oh, oh. Listen, there's a lot on TikTok that I really enjoy. Like, other than Joey Chestnut videos. Uh, well, there's 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 that. You know what I've been getting a lot lately, and I have no idea why. Wow. And and uh, I try to opt out of it as much as possible because I'm I'm really not interested in it. Yeah. Videos of women that don't shave their armpits. I'm getting a lot of those videos, and I don't why? know why. What did you watch one? Like, I think did you watch one like in passing, or did somebody send you one? No, no. It just you know, like you know, there's a for you uh, function where they apparently they just they just send it to you, and there's like, yeah. uh, and I've I've blocked it a number of times, and they keep showing up. Same lady, different name. She keeps showing her armpits. Like I don't want to see your armpits. I, you know, I, I don't want to see that. If you don't want to shave your armpits, that's totally up to you. I just don't need to see it on TikToks. There's there's a guy eating a 10-foot burrito I want to see. I'm telling you, uh, all these social media companies have your information. They know who you are. They they listen to your conversations. We've talked about that before with the Instagram app and the Facebook app, that the microphone is on on your phone, and they're yeah, listening to things that you're talking about, and that's why you see ads for the things that you just talked about. Well, I got to tell you, they got me totally, uh, they got me totally pegged wrong. I was uh, just talking about uh, uh, erectile dysfunction like two weeks ago, yeah. and now I've got nothing but ads for four hymns. <laughs> and now anyone talking, anybody hearing that on the radio, now they're all going to get them. Yeah, four hymns. Yeah, right. See, uh, and then I, I guarantee you, share your screenshots with us <laughs> when you get the ad for the four hymns thing now because you've been listening to this, and it's going to pop up on your Facebook feed. I guarantee you it will. It's 823 with Bax and Nagel on Rock 102. 27 with Bax and Nagel on Rock 102. The Mayflower Marathon begins next Monday. Three days prior to Thanksgiving, you and I are going to be broadcasting for 52 hours outside the South End Market at MGM Springfield, our brand new home for the Mayflower Marathon. It begins Monday the 21st, ends Wednesday the 23rd at 10 a.m. Our goal is to fill three 48-foot trailers with non-perishable foods for the open pantry. They need your help, but they also need your cash, too. You can donate online at rock102.com or just stop by MGM, drop off the food. It all goes to a great uh, great cause. Get your uh, your folks together at uh, work, at school, around the neighborhood. Uh, anything you can do to help would be fantastically appreciated. Thanks to all of our sponsors, including Capital Moving and Storage, Manny's Appliances, Xfinity, Camping World to West Hatfield, 413 dumpsters and many more. Again, get all the details at rock102.com. The Mayflower Marathon beginning on Monday, powered by Dave Miner Exterior Home Improvements, Liberty Bank, Gary Rome Hyundai, all on Rock 102 Springfield's Classic Rock. Did you see the uh, article about this? Uh, uh, whatchamacallit? Uh, about the Mayflower Marathon on uh, Mass Live this morning? Mass Live had something? Yeah. says the Mayflower Marathon, one of New England's largest uh, donation drives, is moving to MGM Springfield for its three-day Thanksgiving week donation event. With the move from the Basketball Hall of Fame to MGM, many donors are wondering where they can drop off donations. Uh, And they give you a little bit of information about what the Mayflower Marathon is. It's an annual 52-hour collaborative food and donation drive jointly run by Springfield's Open Pantry Community Services and Rock 102 Radio Station. Morning radio hosts on East Longmeadows Rock 102 broadcast the event for 52 hours straight as people across New England drop off their cash and donation. Um, we have names. Actually, if you scroll down, it says uh, Michael Baxendale. That's me. A host on Rock 102. 
uh, which has been a longtime key partner in the food drive, said his station was deluged with suggestions and offers for new locations. And finding a location was uh, it, that was in Springfield, nearby the highway, had easy traffic access, space, and worked well for the food pantry. Organizers found MGM Casino met their needs. Well, see, there you go. Very good. Where's mm-hmm. my name in there? I didn't see my name in there. Uh, well, because Tristan Smith, uh, the, the, uh, the, the reporter, talked to me last week. In fact, he called me while we were, at, uh, we were hanging out with Dave Madsen. Uh, and for, with getting answers, called me like right after I left there. Oh yeah, and uh, I didn't know when the story was coming out, but it apparently came out today. So that's awesome. Came out today. Did he not know? Uh, do you have a partner? Well, it's, Steve, it's not. Uh, you know, I can only tell them. I said uh, that this year's Mayflower Marathon my, is all about Steve Nagel. My and ego they, is, and they chose to not bring it up. My ego is a bit pierced. Steve, I think if you hadn't spent so many years naming yourself Dick Gozinia, then maybe they would have shown you a little oh, bit more oh, respect. Oh, oh, now it's my fault. Well, it's my re- fault that nobody knew who I was all those years all along, and I get to Dick Gozinia, Barry McOchner, and uh, several other names that made it into the newspaper. All I'm saying is that sometimes, Steve, you reap what you sow. That's it. I mean, it's not a criticism. It's just like, you know, you've kind of created this little fiefdom of yours, and and now this is what you get as a result. Wouldn't it be them reaping what they sow? To be ridiculed by not knowing who the host of the show is, yet going to an event with somebody whose name is in it, and then being duped, not once, not twice, but thrice times of fake names from me. All I know is there's a, a lot of reaping. And if you recall, when they were doing the promo in Western Mass News about our uh, Getting Answers interview, they couldn't figure out our names either, right, Steve Nagel? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I guess so. I mean, we think we're uh, we're the cat's ass, but not everybody is on board. So it's just going to take you some time, Steve. You'd be, you're literally just sat in that no, seat all right. for Tristan. like the first time in just a couple months. Tristan Smith. Tristan is a good man. He, he's going to go deliver some food. Uh, next week. Oh, I'm sure he is, and That's we'll what? have a little powwow when he gets there. <laughs> you know who I am? My I, name's Buster Hyman. Okay, I'm pretty sure. <laughs> pretty sure I meant your name 15 times during the five minutes that he and I spoke yeah, on the phone. And you know what? He didn't even put it in there. Uh, yeah. No, I, yeah, Tristan, you, you yeah. have to establish your own relationship with Tristan. I'll give you something to reap about. We got news coming up next to Rock 102. Here's your Western Mass news first. Of- 835 with Bax and Nagel and Rock 102. It's time for news brought to you by Xfinity Mobile's biggest wireless deal yet. Get two lines of unlimited 30 bucks a line per month. Here's local radio icon Steve Nagel. Thanks, Bax. A police chase that started on I-91 ended with a suspect hiding under a blanket in a barn on Tuesday evening. Mass State Police began pursuing a car heading southbound on I-91 that crashed near exit 32 in Waitley. The man attempted to escape on foot, and police from Hatfield and Waitley joined in search efforts uh, using the Waitley Fire Department's thermal imager, t- imager attached to a drone. Police were able to find the man hiding under a blanket in a barn. The thermal imager could spot the man based on the heat he gave off. That's why they call it a thermal imager. Now, um, didn't they find James Wilkes Booth the same way in a barn hiding out? I believe it's John Wilkes Booth. That's what I meant to say. Yeah. Yes, James John was his, uh, his older brother. The older brother who right. never really amounted to anything. And uh, The only thing he shot with his mouth off about his brother. Yeah, the only thing uh, he was told to do was uh, break a leg at a play. Yeah, right. He didn't... Uh, you know, Wasn't really into the theater. No. 
The uh, suspect was arrested without incident by state troopers, according to Waitley. Police police did not publicly release the suspect's name, nor say why he was running from the police to begin with. That would be helpful. Well, again, uh, you want our help. You got to give us at least a little bit of detail. Listen, they can't even put uh, the proper names in the mass live story. Do you think they're going to give you uh, details oh on uh, why this guy is? Uh... Listen to you complain. I just uh, posted the picture on my Facebook page, and I said, "Thank you, Mass Live." Now, could you please squeeze Steve Nagel's name into the next article before he wets himself? Please, please. <laughs> With the uh, weather turning cold and stormy this week, super, school superintendent Stefan Saprowski of Westfield is getting ready for another season of deciding when to call a snow day. It's not, it is not a call that he makes by himself, however. He says, we look at the weather forecast, which is a pretty good guide, although not always 100% accurate. We check in with the maintenance department, the Westfield Police Department, and uh, school transportation director Pam Kortarski, who checks with the bus company and area superintendents. We try to make the call as early as possible to not inconvenience families. The goal, if uh, calling either a delay or a snow day, is to make the call by 5.30 a.m. so families are aware and may make arrangements uh, for child care. I, uh, I told you I had a call at 5.15 this morning. First, I had a text message. Then I had a call saying that there was a two-hour delay for school. That's well, pretty, five, that's pretty you know, good service. That is pretty good service. And, you know, like during the school year, I mean, 5.15 would be the time you'd probably wake up. Or yeah. pretty, pretty, pretty damn close to it? Well, I mean, I see people complaining on the parent forums. They're like, do we really need calls at 5.15 in the morning? Yes, you do. Yeah, because some of you don't respond to your texts. And then uh, that way, uh, when you say, I didn't know, you say, go back and check your voicemail. And you can check your voicemail, and sh- sure enough, there's a... There's the call from the school. There you have it. Said sometimes if we know there's a significant storm the night before, we'll join with other districts in calling the uh, in calling the night before. If we know the certainty of a storm coming, better safe than sorry. Sometimes canceling in the morning is not the best thing for parents. To get the word out, the district puts the information on social media, the school's websites at schoolsofwestfield.org, and on local TV broadcasts, which most other schools do. But there you go. That's how they determine whether or not to have a school day. They call the DPW. When I was a kid, um, the school system that I went to, they, they'd cancel all the time. Dighton Rehoboth always canceled. But my dad worked at a school system in Rhode Island, mm-hmm. and they never canceled. So and he always had to go. He always had to go. And I would laugh and laugh. What was that all about? I don't know. I don't know why they, because uh, they were getting as much snow and ice as we were. I was going to say, it's it, it, just because it's in another state doesn't mean it's not, like, a mile away. No. In fact, we listened to the same radio station to find out uh, the cancellations of both. And his his uh, never canceled. And it was stinking hilarious until I was told, okay, then you'll have to shovel the driveway by yourself. I'm like, mm, I don't like the way this is working out. Speaking of DPWs, local departments of public works are preparing for the season's first snowfall. This is, of course, from yesterday, but uh, interestingly enough. Uh, but some smaller hill towns are facing some challenges heading into the winter. Western Mass News found Chicopee residents gearing up for the first snowfall of the season by filling up on salt and sand mixtures. First alert meteorologist Dan Brown pointed out how the wintry weather could impact drivers uh, for, for today, you know, hmm. well, the, the driving into work. Untreated roads, you know, he goes on to that. Although it won't be much of a storm, Huntington Highway Superintendent uh, Charles Dizell said they are gearing up and preparing for what can come with this type of weather. 
Uh, first snowstorm of the year, and young drivers and everybody alike have to get everywhere in a hurry. Uh, snow tires aren't on and all that uh, good jazz. He said that he has enough salt and sand for this weather, and he'll be ordering more to prepare for the rest of the season. What he has struggled with is getting people to come to work for him. This is the problem in uh, our small town. Mm-hmm. This guy, this uh, we call him Chipper. Yeah. Right? He was the guy running that uh, thing at the election box last week. That's Chipper's job? Yeah, he's the constable. He's the constable, and he's the DPW guy, and he's a firefighter. He's a jack of all trades, that guy. Sometimes he pretends he's the police department, too. <laughs> but everybody knows him in town as Chipper, right? Yeah, Chipper. It's Chipper. It's Chipper from the, the highway guy uh, and the firefighter guy and the constable guy. You know, I don't want to be involved in my people, town that much. There are people who wear many hats. Yeah, well. Yeah, but if you're the only guy doing it, that's the problem. There's not enough people to come to work for you. How are you supposed to do that? But I wouldn't be the guy volunteering for that kind of stuff. A guy like Chipper just doesn't know to, uh, to leave enough alone. Chipper Chipper doesn't have the ability to say no. Just got a text from somebody. I can't read that on the air. You can't? No. Ah. It was a it was a slight insult towards the man who I was just talking about. But I can't read it. You can't? No. Because I think it's all in good fun. I hope it's all in good it fun. It better be. Yeah. Otherwise, there's some services in Huntington that that guy's not going to get. You want to save a little cash uh, during this tough economy? Sure. Stop using so much laundry detergent. Well, what are my options? There's a good chance you're overdoing it. Someone talked to a few laundry experts, including Whirlpool's brand manager, and using too much soap can actually make your clothes less clean. Washing machines work by rubbing clothes together to remove remove dirt. dirt And soap helps with that. Really? But too much can make them so slick that there's not enough friction between the clothes. I talked about this last week, about the uh, stripping the laundry. Yeah, right. You throw it in a tub full of borax and washing soda and then watch all the crap come off the clothes. I'm actually interested in trying that. I've, I put in an order on Amazon for washing soda. I, uh, you know, we have uh, one of those things of... Uh, of detergent where you fill up the cap mm-hmm. that comes with it yeah. and there's like a number of lines in the cap yeah well i always i always try to go on the on the the low end of how much i put in there because i don't want, I, I don't want to put the whole i don't want to fill the thing up that's just too much that's just too much soap well, that's if, a waste if you have a sh- machine that says he that's the high efficiency machine yeah. you're only supposed to use like uh less than a cap full that's what i'm talking about yeah that's what I'm. That's what I'm saying. Uh, they say you should uh, be using less than what the bottle recommends. A small load might need a, need as little as a tablespoon of detergent. One or two for larger loads. To put that into perspective, a shot glass is about three tablespoons. I'm not going to be doing shots of Arm and Hammer. No, you don't want. You don't want that. A uh, shot of Tide will not go down well. For the HE washers, like I said, it's even less. It's as little as a teaspoon for small loads. So when you want to dump your load into your washing machine, <clears throat> yeah, you only need a teaspoon of it. About ten cc's. Ooh, ten cc. I see yeah, what you did right. there, yeah, huh? A, yeah, huh? Yeah. To start, try cutting the recommended amount in half and see how your clothes look. Then dial it up or down if you need to. Less detergent uh, can also provide prevent clothes from fading, and it's easier on your washing machine. I am uh, interested. I'm going to do that experiment with the laundry stripping once I get that washing soda. You got a, a boat oar in the house you can use? Or like a, I actually like a, do. A, like, I, like a broom handle? I do have a boat oar. Perfect. I can do it. You're practically set to do it. See, we're gonna uh, we're definitely going to be uh, doing this whole laundry stripping thing. 
We'll make a whole day of it. Why don't you come over the house uh, sometime this yeah, week, I'll, and we'll do laundry stripping. I'll bring over my dirty drawers. We'll do it together. Yeah, we can uh, see all the muck that comes off your dirty underwear. Oh, you won't believe what's uh, in there. Your uh, Pioneer Valley forecast today going to be rainy with a high of 47. Tomorrow, sunny with a high of 44. 36 right now in downtown Springfield. I'm Steve Nagel, and that's the news on Rock 102. Oh, yeah. We're all... Rock 102 Springfield's Classic Rock. It's 851... And Van Halen with Bax and Nagel on Rock 102. Going to be rainy today with a high of 47. Tomorrow, sunny with a high of 44. It's 36 in downtown Springfield. Tomorrow, we got a very busy show. Scott Zolak will be uh, on the phone. We'll talk about Patriot football, and uh, which is brought to you by Bud Light, the official beer sponsor of the National Football League. And also uh, Nate Costa from the Springfield Thunderbirds uh, on Friday, because uh, we're going to talk about the Mayflower Marathon, but also tomorrow about the Thunderbirds. It's Thunderbird Thursday. We'll have uh, stuff to give away in anticipation of Nate on Friday. So there you have it. And All they're right. playing today at 1030. Yeah, that's crazy. The 1030 thing. 2,000 students are going to be at today's game at 1030. That, I just saw that on Mass Live. Are they all from Springfield? or is it No, just... I, I think it's from like around the area. I don't know. I never, uh, I didn't hear anything about that. Uh, maybe it's like high schools or something like that. I do not know. But man, what a great uh, field trip that would be. Yeah, it would be. Yeah, I don't think about the Thunderbirds on a have a couple of beers at the game with the kids. Think about all the crappy, you know, field trips we went on, Sturbridge Village, you know, Plymouth Plantation, the Salem Witch Museum. Ugh. I bet ah. you the line for Chick-fil-A is huge. Oh, it's going to go around the block. Yeah, cuz all those kids want those uh, chicken nuggets. Yeah, right. Yeah. Yeah. Can't say I blame them. Those are good nuggets. And uh, and again, uh, nice cold draft beer to wash it all down with. I'm also working on uh, trying to get Terry Maxey here on uh, Friday, too, to talk about the Mayflower Marathon. We're going to have a Mayflower Marathon uh, kickoff bonanza. Well, you know, we probably should. We should talk about uh, you know that uh, in, in quite a lot of detail in the next couple of days. There's a lot going on. There's a lot of you know, different moving parts, uh, and, uh, and we're delighted about it. The participation that everybody's had so far. I mean, I mean, we've got we got advertisers that are already talking about it. You know, we didn't we didn't put them up to that. That's, no, that's doing them it doing their, it. They're doing it on their own. And we I, had, uh, I had several calls yesterday from uh, several businesses. I won't name them who because yeah. we'll recognize them next week when they come down. But asking, hey, what, what's a good time to come down and drop off the donation? We've had a couple of businesses uh, even this late in the eleventh hour say, hey, how can I become a sponsor? Well, it's a little late in the day, but we will certainly accept your hey, your effort. That's you know, for damn sure. In a situation like this, there's never too there's never it's never too late to never. Uh, to join. Absolutely, uh, because not. again, this is all about you know. As much as I make the complaint about my name not being in the damn paper, because I fooled them so many times already, <laughs> uh, it's it's about the open pantry. It's about the community it's about uh making sure that these food pantries are filled uh because it doesn't last very long it doesn't last very long at all and uh, we help them we're just we're just kind of like the uh the people that help them get recognized that hey they do have this need we're just a couple of dopes with microphones yeah we don't really do much we uh we make dick jokes to celebrities that call in and yet look at the cans that come in every time we tell them about that see but um you know the open pantry does a lot of stuff all year long and the the sad part about it is you know they're they're limited to a finite budget not like they're just you know that there's you know 
there's cash crawling out of everybody's pocket over there, although that would be great. The problem is once you get into the later part of spring or the summertime, especially the summertime when, you know, kids are no longer in school, but they may still be, you know, needing of those services, you know, they have to really struggle to put those services together. Yeah. So, the, I mean, the sad part is, you know, the, the money and the food doesn't last forever, and it would be nice to see people put together a greater effort all year long. But, uh, you know, without and, the Mayflower Marathon, they would have a hard time doing what they do. And, uh, you know, Terry Maxey will tell you, there are ways you can do that. You can sign up and make a monthly donation. Uh, coming right out of your checking account. You know, you know? When, well, last week we were uh, with Dave Manson, and, you know, we were on the first half of that show, and then, you know, Terry went in for the second half. And Dave is asking him about all the different things that they do, not just the emergency uh, pantry, but but everything else that they do, and when you think about, you know, it's a small staff of people, always looking for volunteers, always looking for donations. You know, it's the kind of organization that if you were looking to help somebody year round, whether it's your time or your effort or your m- money donations or you know whatever, man, that's a good organization to get yourself into. Absolutely, they do amazing work on a lot of different levels. And we will be helping them next week. Starting on Monday at uh, the Mayflower Marathon at MGM Springfield. Don't go to the old place. You're not going to find much going on over there. Although you will find plenty of places to park your car. You want to go to MGM Springfield by the South End Marketplace. Okay? That's right. There you have it. That's where we will be. It's 857 with Bax and Nagel on Rock 102. New England Patriots football. Every game, every play, only on Rock 102.